Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is a creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with another uh, edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and uh, I'm totally stoked, totally psyched out today uh, that we have uh, Christy Frank. Uh, if you know me, you know that I am uh, unfortunately or fortunately addicted uh, to everything Apprentice. I, uh, it's a drug. It's, it's, I'm not trying to get help from it, uh, but I just love the show. And I remember, for me, the first season was the real deal. I mean, that was the best season ever because it was brand spanking new. Uh, it was Donald Trump. Everybody wanted to peer into the mindset of this billionaire genius uh, uh, in real estate and, and, and business. And uh, uh, Christy Frank, who is with me today, was chosen over 200 and 50,000 applicants, a quarter of a million people uh, applied for this gig, uh, and out of that, only 16 uh, contestants were chosen, Christy Frank being one of them, and she's with me today. How are you, sweetheart? I'm so good, Philippe. It's it's so nice to be brought back to that crazy apprentice time and, and hear you so passionate about it. I love it. Oh, I can't. I, it's it's really sad. I, I you know I I, I watch <laughs> everything Apprentice to Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, you know I got Apprentice paraphernalia. It's it's it's, it's pitiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, what I really enjoy. I remember. Uh, getting groups together, and we would sit down and we'd watch a show, and we'd learn from it. I mean, we'd really learn true hardcore business techniques and uh, uh, and, and the mindset uh, of, of millionaires and billionaires. And, and so I guess the question, of course, everyone asks you is, well, what was it like? Uh, uh, but before that, let's get into what caused you to say, hmm, I think I'll apply. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's it's such a it was such an interesting time because um, that very first season. So we had no idea what The Apprentice was, what what being on a TV show, what it meant. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, um, my uh, my boyfriend at the time said, "Well, that sounds stupid. I don't think anybody's going to watch it." So, um, <laughs> you, you know, it was it was it was uh, it was nothing before we you know we kind of hit on this crazy phenomenon. So when I mm-hmm. first applied, I remember um, seeing Trump on TV, and he said, "If you want to be my apprentice, send in your video and um, you know apply for the show." Mm-hmm. And I was investing in real estate. I had my broker's license in Los Angeles, California, and I wanted to learn real estate from the master. I wanted so badly to learn from Mr. Trump and, and to get the inside scoop on how to, you know, how to be a billionaire investor. So, um, I sent in this little uh, video that my mom shot. I had um, me at my <laughs> restaurant and me at my properties and, you know, this little video camera of, of why I thought I should be on the show. And I sent it in, and 
little did I know that the casting office was right around the, the corner from my restaurant and right here where I was in, in Santa Monica, California. Get out um, of town. Yeah, so they they had actually heard of my restaurant and they sort of knew who I was and it was it was I guess meant to be and and little did I know that there was you know two hundred fifty thousand people applying, um, you know this this huge amount of, of of people trying to get these coveted spots, and I was you know just sending my little video in hoping to learn from Mr. Trump. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, uh, speaking of of uh, restaurant, I mean, you opened the first certified raw organic restaurant. Is that right? Yes. Um, so this was in the 90s, and the raw food movement was just starting to get really popular. And my restaurant mm-hmm. um, is right across the street from a couple of huge yoga studios, and it was it was right when um, Demi Moore came out saying she she was a raw fooder, and Cher was one of her clients. I mean, it was just insane, and the timing was so perfect. Um, and I really rode the raw food celebrity, you know, wave, and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was that was my baby. The before the Apprentice, I was there 24/7, and that was um, that was my pride and joy. I was really proud of something. You wow, know, you, so you were a that tour. That's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. And where yeah. were you born and raised? What was childhood like for you? Hmm. <laughs> I was born. <laughs> I was born in in Santa Barbara. Okay. I'm gonna. Santa Barbara, and um, I, when I was 10 years old, I moved to Lake Tahoe, mm. and Lake Tahoe is a very small community. I had a graduating class of 50, but it really wow. gave me an opportunity to do everything. I was mm-hmm. cheerleading, basketball, class president. I mean, we kind of all had to fill in. You know, there's not that many people, <laughs> so you just had to all pitch in and, and work together, so... Um, it was it was a very special time, and um, I remember for PE we'd go hiking in the mountains. It, it was just a, a wonderful community. But I knew when I graduated that I wanted to move to Los Angeles, and and USC was where I decided to go. And it was really mm-hmm. it felt like home. It, it felt like you know I was I was ready for something a little bigger. So so what did your parents do? What did their background? <laughs> I'm all in the business, honey. This is a talk show. This is I'm the Oprah Internet, so I get to say ask these questions. I'll, I'll give you all give you all the inside scoop, boy. Um, well, it's interesting. My my dad um, my dad was he worked for Merrill Lynch his whole life. He ran the okay. trust company. He's been a broker. He's really um, been very successful in his career. And my mom and dad are divorced, so I live with my mom, who's a school teacher, and okay. now a college. Uh, a college professor, so I, I got to see kind of two sides of the world. That um, this side, and actually, my my father met Mr. Trump early on in his career, was up in his penthouse, and I actually told Mr. Trump that. Um, but you know, the side about investing in money and driven and success from my father and from my mom, I learned more, you know, relationship, compassion, learning, teaching, growing. And so it, it, it's kind of an interesting mix. And um, I guess, that, you know, I'm a total dichotomy about, you know, money versus value and, and how to melt all those, you know, important issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. Now, when you went to school, you uh, USC, you uh uh, went for industrial engineering and exercise uh, exercise science. Is that right? <laughs> well, 
Well, um, so I was following in my father's footsteps, and his mentor and idol was Lee Iacocca. And Lee Iacocca had an industrial engineering degree, and my father has an industrial engineering degree. Okay. And um, really, it's it's a degree that really teaches you how to think. And um, I always choose things I think that are a little off the beaten path. And it was it was difficult, and I was proud of that major. And the funny thing is that um, I I was dead set, you know, I was determined to graduate with an IE degree. And then the minute I graduated, I went right into acting. So, you know, I was completely the black sheep of the family. And, you know, my father ready to disown me and say, you know, I paid for USC and you're now an actress. So um, I think I was probably the only woman in Los Angeles, you know, who was an actress with an industrial engineering degree. I would think so. (laughs) A little off the beaten path here. Well, you know, that's interesting because uh, uh, the reason I was asking all those questions is because I said, well, one, you are, when I, when I, when I remember and look back on the, on the show, uh, I just noticed that, that, that you had uh, a great amount of integrity uh, as well as an incredible amount of sense. You, I mean, you were a thinker. And uh, I, I'm always fascinated by, you know, the backgrounds uh, uh, of, of, of individuals such as yourself because, when we're talking about um, success, and you teach success at the highest level for women and men, uh, it's really about teaching uh, individuals how to think and how to think differently and how to, I guess, unthink what they have been trained to think. Wow. You know, you've touched on something that I believe is so huge, and it ties in so many things in my life. And, and one thing that I, I thought about when you were saying that um was that acting wasn't necessarily um it, it what it what it really taught me in the journey it taught me that failure is not really failure that mm. as an actress you go on you know you go on ten auditions a day and you won't get any of them so mm-hmm. the thought mm-hmm. process of being in sales of being putting yourself on the line daily and realizing that you still need to be true to who you are you still need to get up in the morning and, and go for all your dreams and I think that was one of the blessings in my life that I really realized, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Sure. <laughs> so when I when I went on the show and I was I wouldn't necessarily call myself a salesperson. I you know, I, I previous to the show I would have thought, oh, sales may be a little scary. Mm-hmm. But the first time I sold lemonade on the streets of New York, I remember <laughs> it was it was that same feeling, like it's just you, it's just what you do, and, and there's no stopping. You just keep going. You keep asking. Mm-hmm. You figure out, okay, well, that didn't work. How can I adapt and change and make it better, and how can mm-hmm. I make it more enjoyable for me? And, and it's such a great business lesson, and, and really it's not about what you, how much you know or exactly you know the, the language that you use or whatever industry you're in. It's about getting up every day and attacking it with fresh eyes and, and new spirit, and, you know, that's really what it's about. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, uh, Steve Jobs uh, uh, said that one of the uh, greatest things people need to learn is how to fail publicly. Ah, it's so, so true, and I, I love that. I'm going to um, 
butcher a, a quote, I think, um, by Edison was basically somewhere in the lines of, you know, I, I, yes, I discovered the light bulb, but I also have 499 ways of how not to make the, the light bulb. So, you know, Absolutely. It, it, it's exactly, it's, it's, it's success is, you know, pattern. It's something, yeah. you know, I've, you know, you just keep going, just keep going. Yeah, yeah, the Energizer Bunny. Uh, is that one of many uh, lessons that you learned from uh, Trump? Because he exemplifies wow. it incredibly. He he sure does. Um, but in actuality, I didn't really get to see that lesson from him on the show. What I, I really saw from him is um, – now that I'm saying that, I, I would use a different word. Instead of, um, you know, I, I never saw a crack in the in the veneer. I never saw him having to get up and fight hard, you know, every day like that. But I did see an extreme amount of belief and confidence and determination. Mm-hmm. Um, it, one of the, the most interesting examples, uh, we were <laughs> trying to sell Trump water. And... You know, we had maybe 10 people around, and we had some great ideas of how to help him. And and the label for the water was horrible. It was his picture (laughs) with red flames behind his head and red, black, and his picture right in the center of the bottle. And when you think about water, you think about green, refreshing, cool, you know, how it's going to feel. And we all thought this label was horrible. I mean, you don't want to drink fire water with his picture. It just was awful. It was awful, and, and he had us in his office. He was so charming. We were surrounding him and giving him our advice, you know, you know, politely saying, well, we don't think this is the right direction for the label, and it was fascinating. He really listened and asked questions, and he spent a lot of time with us, and at the end, he politely said, well, thank you so much for all your advice and your opinions. I like the label I've chosen, and I'm going to go with this, and it was fascinating to see how much belief and confidence and how how much counsel he really took but really i'm going to do it my way because i i i'm trusting my own opinion and you know that is such a great lesson that sometimes Mm -hmm. we get swayed by what other people can tell us and he had his own direction and you know it's paid off and on many 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 occasions so Mm -hmm. you know go with your gut and um here here was a great example of the man going with what he he wanted and what he what he believed to be the right way. That's incredible because it sounds like he didn't minimize uh, any of your ideas uh, and discount them, but he took them all in. But at the end of the day, at the end of the moment, he said, yeah, I think I'll do the Frank Sinatra thing and do it my way. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for all your, uh, you know, and, and you didn't feel belittled, but you, you knew yeah, yeah, it was yeah. this way or the highway. You, you, you really yeah. knew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now don't ask again. Don't give me <laughs> You know, we've got to talk about you cannot uh, have uh, what I consider to be a queen of reality TV, of the best of reality TV, and not talk about uh, Omarosa and, and Bill, who, of course, eventually won the uh, uh, apprenticeship. Uh, you know, I've had uh, several of the first season uh, folk on the show. I've had uh, uh, Heidi uh, on the show and uh, Jesse uh, and Troy. 
and and yeah, yeah, and and I, and I love them all greatly. Uh, they all have uh, an Omarosa story. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> would you care to share uh, any of your internal insights uh, <laughs> into the world of the Om? <laughs> Lady O. Oh well, you know she's crazy like a fox. She truly is, and. Uh, you know, I I am um you know, I'm a small town girl and and um <laughs> um Omarosa and I really um sort of bonded in a strange way and we became mm-hmm. um you know, I, I actually was surprised at um at how many people were ganging up on her and I, I, mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, she needs someone to, to really talk to and let's figure out why this whole, you know, dynamic is not working. Let's let's make it all lovey and let's let's be friends. <laughs> so she, actually she and I became um sort of confidants and, and close and um then um and we were winning, winning, winning as a team and uh, you know, it was so evident and obvious to me, um we were told that Mr. Trump was watching our every move. This was the very first season. We didn't, you know, he that there was a helicopter going overhead and that was Trump watching us and that he was being filled in on every detail. So to me it was so very obvious that she was not pulling her weight, that she was kind of a little loopy and she had different perspectives and would, you know, cause some arguments at times. And, you know, so I thought that was just evident and obvious to everybody that you'd have to be insane not to see this. And so when I actually, my very first time in the boardroom, um, it was Omarosa and I, and Trump said, well, Omarosa Christie's a superstar and she's been doing A, B, and C, and look at this, and what have you done? And I thought, wow, well, he's really fighting my case, and my gosh, well, it's obvious he knows he knows what's going on. You know, it's 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 not it's no no you know secret to him. Mm-hmm. And she is one of the best debaters in in the country. I mean, this woman is so powerful in the boardroom, and she stood up and started fighting. And I thought, well, you're fighting for nothing. You're being a crazy person. So I sat there calmly. <laughs> <laughs> and really said nothing, and um, little did I know that saying nothing was my biggest downfall, that mm-hmm. what he really wanted was, you know, to stand up and, and fight dynamically about, you know, my position, and and so, and I, I kept thinking, hey, we're buddies, you're on my side, we're, we're a team, and she went after me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and after I was fired, I thought, oh, it's a TV show. <laughs> you know, I didn't really realize. You know, I thought I was in the in the boardroom of you know Merrill Lynch. I didn't really realize that it was a TV show. <laughs> that, oh, oh, I'm that's fighting great. for my life here. I didn't really get yeah. that. <laughs> so she, you know, she she and then um, then I I was I, then I got engaged and she called me and said she wanted to plan my bachelor party and I thought. What? <laughs> you know, she, it was, um, it, 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 to her, it was business, and it wasn't personal. And yeah, she was yeah. doing what she needed to do. It's not, not a dumb idea. Really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, there, there goes the question, and that is sometimes we learn more in our failure or getting fired uh, than we do when we get hired. Uh, yes. So, 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 what did you learn uh, from uh, getting fired? If you had the chance to do it all over again, what would you do differently? 
well, looking back at it, and interestingly that you say that, and, and I did learn a very big lesson that, um, especially in business, you need to learn how to get your accomplishments known. You need to learn how to um, appropriately brag about what you've been doing and, and debate your case and really mm-hmm. stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And until I really saw the show, I didn't even understand that or or see how I was being viewed. And so Mm -hmm. to stand up and fight and to do it in a respectful, you know, in a polished way and really brag it and let people know the job that you're doing is, is the lesson I learned. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Amorosa was, was really, like you said, the, the queen of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I think she's one of the broad, brightest uh, uh, women uh, in the world. Uh, you're right about uh, being a master uh, debater. She is incredible uh, in uh, being able to position uh, herself uh, on, a, on a particular agenda or topic. And uh, you, you, you swear to God that, the, you know, she's been doing it all of her life, you know. It was something to marvel and something to look at and just how uh, so many people would just become unraveled uh, because they had never experienced that before. I think that's also a testament of Mark Burnett uh, in picking the various personalities uh, oh, that all yes. crashed together. You know what I mean? It was just, it, well, you know. It was um – there was so much involved in the casting process, and I remember um, being asked these intricate questions, things like, um, well, how would you get ahead if a man was in the room? You know, I mean, detailed things that they just knew you, how you would react, both as a woman, both as a businesswoman, and they knew how you would relate. Uh, they had psychological tests. They had – I mean, they were – they had us – Pegged. They knew wow. who was going to blow up. They, they and and not only that, they did things. I'm always asked, like, well, how could you, you know? How could they really get that on camera? And you know, how, how you know? How could they be so crazy and, and not know that the cameras were there? You you really forget that the cameras are there pretty much uh, right away. And and Mark Burnett is a master at pushing you to your absolute limit. And Mm. he did things like we we had very little sleep. We um, many times um, would be woken up in the middle of the night. And then things like um, I remember one time um, we ordered dinner. And two hours later, dinner was not there, but they had sent drinks in. So, you know, it was just – so many examples nice, of how nice. they push you to the extreme limits of your personality and how, and how they got that to play out. It was just brilliant, 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 brilliant. Incredible. You know, the other thing that I absolutely love about The Apprentice is the editing. <laughs> they could make you uh, appear any kind of way they wanted, but they really know how to edit to draw uh, the emotion and keep you on the edge of your seat and catch the nuances of how you guys were thinking and responding. Uh, it was just amazing how they did that. Yeah, it's it's true. And I, and I remember being in it, um, they would be telling stories through the the producers really kind of get stories and, and get the editing of how, how they want that story and like what you said, the personalities and the story to be told. And I remember certain questions, there was one about Jesse and I 
you know, you're living your life. You're playing the game. And I remember mm-hmm. sitting down and one producer said, Christy, how do you feel about Jesse? And I was kind of taken aback, and I told, you know, my response. And then, then they asked me something like, do you think she would ever stab you in the back? Do you think she's loyal to you? And the questioning kind of continued on that storyline. Mm-hmm. And I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> what's going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. You know, I need, to be, I need to be really cautious because something's going on that I'm not even seeing. And it, um, it's really interesting. And, and they're crafting the story as you go along, and, and that's so true. I mean, they just make this this crazy event into things that, you know, you get to know these people, you get to, you know, you get to see the the interesting sides of what's really going on. Well, you know, not only did you get a chance to learn, of course, from your uh, fellow castmates, you got a chance to learn from uh, Donald Trump, uh, the the, the master himself, but, uh, you know, you made such uh, and left such an indelible impression that uh, you were chosen to even go on the Oprah show. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, that's incredible because, uh, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. you go, I mean, where, that's not even going, where do you go from there? You go across. You go from Donald <laughs> Trump to, you know, to, to know. you go from B to O. I mean, it's like, what the heck? You know, it doesn't get any better than that, right? In terms I, of life. I can't even tell you. I mean, and to be blessed with having those experiences, I, I, I'm, I'm so very fortunate. And what's crazy is that I was one of uh, three people that went on Oprah. And I mean, thank good. I mean, you know, and the second season, they didn't get to go on Oprah. I, I just feel so fortunate, and it was um amazing, amazing experience, and she and her, in her brilliant wisdom, and I mean, just even seeing how she is was, um, she tapes, um, we, I think there's three of her episodes, maybe more in one day, and I remember waiting, and we taped our episode, and it was a couple hours later. And she was walking down the hall, and she and I was I leaving the Oprah Studios, and she said, "Thank you so much, Christy. We enjoyed having you." And I was blown away that she remembered my name, you know, that she that she cared and called me out and called me over. I could not believe that she was so present and so there to even you know to even give me that attention even after the show. It was it was just such a joy. You know, there are moments uh, in uh, uh, people's lives, uh, if you are really pushing uh, for excellence and, and, and helping others, uh, where you, there are moments that uh, take your breath away. Uh, and and I would assume that, you know, of course, one of them was, you know, meeting Donald Trump for the first time physically and, <laughs> and you know, uh, and this, you know, this huge guy. I would also assume that, and I remember my first time meeting Oprah, that it's just a moment where you stop breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're aware of yeah. it that you're not breathing. You're not passing out, but you're like, holy, you know what? Yeah. I'm standing here in the same room <laughs> with the O. Well, and add, add to that, both times I met, you know, Mr. Trump and Oprah, both times I was on camera. So it was at the terror level a million. I mean, I could not, you know, here I am. 
you know, meeting Oprah on national TV, and I, and you're like, I just, you can't even open your brain to that possibility. Like, how many people are watching me? What happens if, I, you know, there's so many things that could go wrong. You just Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, let's talk about another moment that took your breath away, uh, and that is uh, falling in love. You and have that was a what? phenomenal falling in love. You have a phenomenal husband who Aww. I assume was your boyfriend prior to. <laughs> you just didn't wake up and get married. Talk to me about the process for you of finding your 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 soulmate uh, and and falling in love and falling in love while you are um, uh, ascending uh, and becoming uh, your own brand and your own identity. How does how does that work? Uh, you know, um, my now husband actually was um, really generous, and, and he did something really smart. He, We actually broke up so I could be on the show. He had lived in New York. He had his own career in New York City, and he said, if you win, I, I can't go back to the city with you. That's That's not my journey, and that's not where I want to go. And... So when I was on the show, I, I felt free. I had many choices, and it was interesting to come home and and choose him again, and to, to choose that journey. And it was, you know, it reaffirmed everything that I had known. Um, it was a crazy time, and I, um, our wedding was in Star Magazine. It was it was right in the height of everything, and I decided to get married then. So it was insane. And um, looking back now, um, we we have a seven-year-old son, and things, of course, have calmed down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, somewhat, somewhat. My my son has no idea. I mean, I can't wait one day to sit him down and show mommy on The Apprentice. But right now, he, you know, it's 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 so out of his radar, and <laughs> mommy is mommy. That's but right. um, you know, I feel like. Um, it, this is real what I'm living now, you know, relationships and your journey and your kids. And, and that's what's, that's what's important. And, um, and the apprentice was a game and was a, such a beautiful, amazing part of my life. And I'm so fortunate. And it was an experience that I had and mm-hmm. what I'm doing right now and, and my family and, and, and doing things for them is everything. Well, let's talk about that as we as we uh, uh, move into this journey of your uh, life and dig deeper. Uh, you know what what a role model you are for uh, moms, uh, whether they're single or married or in relationship. Uh, you really teach uh, mothers how to uh, be uh, beautiful, self empowered, uh, self employed. Uh, and uh, incredibly philanthropic. Talk to me about uh, the new projects that you are working on, uh, teaching women how to uh, be the you know the greatest leaders that they can possibly be, uh, and taking from motherhood and taking from business yeah. and putting all of that together. That's what you're doing is incredible. Thank you so much, and um, it, it really clicked into to be very important in my life. I think when I when I had my son, how important um, my women friends were, and how much support I needed, and how valuable that was. Because 
being a, a, a stay-at-home mom was very lonely and isolating. So I would go to conferences and I would I would speak with other women entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, and I realized that that's where I wanted to teach, where I wanted to be, where my community mm-hmm. was. And I still enjoy going to seminars. And, I mean, the man's world, and, and that's, you know, I mean, always exciting. But my soul was kind of reaching out to connect with my sisters. And, and so I, I've always um, kind of created projects around things that have helped me. I remember um, one of my first um, projects was called Saturday Morning Success, and I came up with a list of the top uh, 12 mompreneurs that I just wanted to know how they got started, what were their tricks and secrets, and I interviewed them, and it's a, a free teleseminar series that I just gave these interviews away. And um, and then my second one was, um, I remember, you know, Tyler was a preemie, and I didn't really have a lot of time for myself, and I was so frustrated. Here I have a, you know, college degree, I've been on The Apprentice, and I can't even get my hair to look good. I can't even spend two hours at the salon, and I feel like such a, a you know, a, a schlump. And, and so I created a project called Blow Dry Boot Camp, where it really – I hired a, a, a top Beverly Hills stylist that goes to teach you how to blow dry your hair. <laughs> you know, so nice. I always have been like craving sharing these things that are important and transformational to me, and to sh- to share it with others. And mm-hmm. um, my latest project, I was asked to create a health and fitness program of you know how having a business and career and family and how how do you stay slim and fit and so this is my baby with all my recipes and secret you know sugar free desserts and how how do i stay slim and active with everything i'm trying to do and so this is you know all my best secrets and tricks and wonderful things that i share with other women and it's um called slim and fit fast well, you know what I love about this is uh, the authenticity uh, that you bring to it. Uh, you look like you should uh, be doing this and uh-huh. that you should be teaching it. Uh, because here's the, here's the, here's the reality. Uh, many women, uh, whether they're successful in business or not, uh, or whether they're uh, nine to five, uh, when they have children, <laughs> everything shifts. Everything changes. Yeah. And it's very difficult to juggle all of the balls. You seemingly have been able to do this uh, and stay uh, literally roll um, uh, cover uh, beautiful uh, throughout the entire process. So that that I think is fantastic uh, uh, to to send that message of um, one the the vulnerability of it, but two how to work with that vulnerability. Uh, and with all of those issues, like you said, with your hair and feeling sloppy and not really feeling, you know, great about yourself, but the attitude of what to do when you're feeling that way, rather than going to a depression and just let everything fall apart, <laughs> here's how you build yourself back up. And I think that's what women really need. And men, too, I think, need to see that. And you do it well. Thank you so so much. It means so much coming from you. You've you've spoken with so many of my favorite experts, and I I so really value that. Thank you very much. So talk to me a little bit more about uh, Slim and Fit Fast. Uh, what's the address? What's the web address for people to go and 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 and, and get information on that? 
Well, it's um, actually uh, www.slimandfitfast.com. And um, when I was creating this, I really wanted to give things that have been really powerful in my life. And I am uh, in the belief that you give away some of your best stuff first and mm-hmm. give it away for free. And um, so on that page, you can opt in. And one of the gifts that I think is really, really important and that I use every day, um, it's a downloadable goal sheet. And Yes, we're talking about fitness and health and nutrition and staying slim, but I use this for everything, and I really believe that if you write down your goals, it, they they come true, and that okay. you have to believe and, and to really stay focused on what you want. And whether you're talking about getting a new job, getting a raise, you know, losing weight, whatever it is, I use this this thing, and it's really it, it says I'm so happy and grateful, and it kind of walks you through the steps. And actually, it, uh, I carry it around with me, and it's been one of the biggest, most useful things in my life. Mm-hmm. And so th- things like that, I, I think, are very important. You know, ch- little simple tools that we can use daily to keep us focused, to keep us happy. I, you know, there's so many things nowadays. You go into your email and you can, you know, you go down the ra- rabbit hole in your Facebook for three hours. You know, mm-hmm, I mean, it's mm-hmm, so easy to sure. get lost and off track of what we really, really want. And so I think that's one of my gifts is to really um, – keep women and and people inspired to really go for their dreams and to to get what they want and um that's you know that's a journey and so that's why I'm 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 really proud of that and those are two free gifts on slimandfitfast.com as well as um the free interviews on saturdaymorningsuccess.com um and those are available they they've been up there for about 5 years now and I'm I'm proud of that as well Fantastic. Well, I, I know uh, I love your videos because I, I just learned how to make almond milk from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I love it. You know, it's, you know talking really about. Supposed to be shared with my family. I, I think I sent that to my dad. You know, it's got no titles. It's me in my pajamas. And <laughs> you know, what's funny is that my sweetheart going through impulse, uh was drinking soy milk, and when she found out that soy, of course, is a hormone that causes her hot flashes and triggers her hot flashes, she was told that you need to drink almond milk. And so I shared that with her, and she, it was like an aha moment. Yay! So, wait till you taste it. You will. Yeah, you will be. You will incredible. be like, this is the best let, uh, milkshake I've ever had. <laughs> no question. No question. Look at you. Look at you. Well, tell her to call me anytime, and I will support her in any way. I've got lots of little of those fun recipes. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, when you're listening to this, and telling the women that are listening to this, this is real good stuff. I mean, you know, I'm a guy, and it worked for me. So I know it's going to work for you. Um, now, also, this program is six weeks, uh, the uh, uh, Slim and, uh, uh, and Fit Fast. Is that right? Yes, it's a, it's a six-week program where I really I give you uh, so many recipes in the entire program. But I, then once you have all that information, I, I really like to walk them through the six weeks to transformation. And I think in six weeks so much can happen um, 
what typically happens is you lose, you know, depending on how much weight you need to lose, it's about three to seven pounds a week, as well as you lose your cravings. And that's the biggest key for me, that you learn how to eat the right foods where you don't feel like you're on a diet. You you feel like you're splurging, eating great food, and it becomes a lifestyle. And that's that's why the six weeks, that's why I enjoy walking um women through this is because I like to be hand-holding and you know I still get emails and I, I respond personally because that touches me when someone reaches out for a little help I am so proud to you know give my advice and special recipes and you know I, I love that I really enjoy the interaction you know I think you, you hit on something and that is uh, something that uh, I think uh, I don't think we take necessarily for granted but I don't think we uh, realize uh, <clears throat> uh, the the level of accountability. I remember uh, one, uh, one of my uh, minister mentors telling me that uh, sometimes your life may be the only Bible that somebody else reads. And 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 what it really taught me, uh, and what I see in you, is that uh, the level of accountability of of people who uh, look up to us and look up to you to get quality information to you, it's uh, just something you do every day. It's just who you are. But to someone new coming in, it's life-changing. It's an event. And uh, it really makes you look at the uh, accountability that you have uh, to people to be your best self, uh, to to uh, uh, reach and push for your highest potential because they're looking to you uh, indirectly to see if they're able to do it, uh, and and I think you exemplify that uh, uh, fantastically. Oh, and and that's such a great reminder and and such a great lesson. That's truly how to change the world. You know, lead by example and mm-hmm. and and support others along the way. I I love that reminder. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Now I need you to make a promise for me, and that is I want you to come back on the show. Uh, as a guest regular and talk to me about whatever you're up to, uh, whatever you're doing. Hey, Philippe, I'm taking a walk down the street. Oh, that's great. Come on the show, Christy. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, and I want to, I want to, we'll get your, 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 um, wife on the show as well. So, yeah, exactly. We'll talk, Absolutely. We'll talk get on the program. Science, and have her talk about this stuff. Yes, right. That's right. So I just want to thank you so much for uh, I know you're a busy woman uh, taking out time and scheduling and having a conversation with me and for our listeners and readers and viewers. And uh just want to say I love you and uh, bless you, and I can't wait for you to come back and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Philippe. It's been my pleasure, and getting to know you has been such a joy, and I appre- appreciate you as well. Thank you so oh, much. You got it, my dear. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye.